2: This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, back to the show.
0: Wow, we're really doing it, huh? Still flying through the sky. Onwards and upwards, without stopping and without looking back. <laughs> Ooh. What just happened?
3: Lee! Oh, hey! Why all the lights just turn off in my sauna? I
4: don't know! Lee! Rachel! Oh, thank goodness you're here! I was just in the cat video room and all the cat videos shut off!
0: Whoa, oh, weird. Same yes. Yes. happened
3: to me. Rachel! Peter! There you are. Oh, how did this happen? I was doing a monologue and...
0: The lights went out?
3: No! I just did such an amazing job and there was no one there to see it and I thought, what? How did this happen? Oh, but yes, now that you mention it, the lights did go out. Okay, it seems like all the power went out and out on the whole ship. Oh no, then how will we stay in the air?
5: We won't. What? Siegfried, what are you talking about? You know how the ship is half Viking magic, half electric? Yeah. Well, right now, it's just running on Viking magic. And if we don't get to a charging station soon, we'll fall out of the sky. Siegfried,
4: why do you sound so calm about this?
5: I once defended myself against an entire stampede of Nordic polar bears. Calm is my middle name. Actually, that's not true. My middle name is Bjorn, but I am very calm. How do we get to a charging station? There's one right up ahead, on that cloud. Ooh! Okay,
3: convenient. To that cloud! Whoa... We're on a cloud! It doesn't seem like very many people come through here. It's so... empty.
4: So, do we just plug in?
5: Oh, no, you can't do it yourself. You need an attendant to help you. It's like New Jersey.
3: I guess we have to go inside that little gas station then.
5: Guess so.
0: Hello, is anyone here? We need to charge our ship. Well, hello there. Ah!
2: (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I was just resting my eyes in the back when I heard the bells. We don't get many folks passing through these parts. Nobody for miles.
3: But well, clearly, this place is full of cobwebs.
2: Last guy who was in here... Yeah? He came in by himself.
3: And?
2: He was lost. Oh, no. And then, in the dead of the night...
3: What happened?
2: He bought gum. And? That's it, that's the story. Oh, I have another one. One time, I walked from a living room to the kitchen. But when I got to the kitchen, I couldn't remember why I was there. So I walked back to the living room to see if I could jog my memory. But what do you know? I couldn't. So I went back into the kitchen, but what do you know? Nothing there either. No memories in the kitchen or the living room.
3: Excuse me, sorry to interrupt, but we really need to get charging and get going. Oh, I
2: see. Well, we can get you charging, but you won't be getting going for a long while. It takes seven hours to charge a ship that size. Oh, no. Don't worry. I'll keep you entertained. Fill the time with my exciting personality. Let me tell you about the time I went to the DMV. There was a long, long line. And you see, the thing about me is I love a long line. I wait for days.
3: Uh-oh.
2: I love camping out. I wait for a
6: It's very
1: shocking.
3: Just think of the most
1: weird things that you can never think of. I put some jokes in there. I hope you like it. The Story Pirates.
3: Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and
0: turn them into sketches and
2: songs. Oh, whoa, I heard a song once. It went... Wait, 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 that wasn't, that wasn't it. Uh, it was more like No, 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 still wrong. It was more like Oh, no, hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll get it.
3: Why don't we do a story?
2: Great idea.
0: Listeners, have you ever been called before a big group or a really important person and asked to speak or perform? If you've ever been in a high-pressure situation like that, you'll appreciate the predicament of the main character in this first story. Here's the author to introduce it.
1: Hi, my name is Kinnan. I'm eight years old. I live in Dubai. And this is my story, The Mad Piano Player.
6: One day, there was a little boy born. With a certain hunger and a certain flair For he trained and he learned and he grew up to be a mad piano player Not mad like angry I'm talking mad like he has mad skills Yeah, he practiced so much that his fingers would swell and blow up With muscles And it came from the palace of the king So the kid headed straight to the palace in a super-fast Bugatti. FYI, that's a really fast car. When he got to the palace, he was welcomed with the big parade. Hooray! There were dancers and jesters and peasants in the streets, and they all shouted his name. That's, that's piano player! At last he came to the king's throne. King said, Play me. One of your best piano pieces. Well, he had a secret special piece. He never played for anyone. So instead, he played his piece from the fourth grade. (laughs) The king was very impressed. Mm That was quite delightful. But can you play something even better? Well, he didn't want to play his special secret song, so he played his masterpiece from eighth grade. 10th grade. Ooh. It's so dramatic.
7: His fingers are moving so fast.
6: This is a very fine performance. <laughs> As he played, smoke came from the keys. It's marvelous. As he played, smoke came from the keys. The king was so excited that he pondered and he wondered. My boy, do you have
4: a secret song? Well, uh, I do, but why? Did someone tell you? No, no, no. I just sort of got that vibe
0: from you. Well, I'll play any song you want, Your Majesty, but I prefer to keep my secret song my own special
6: secret. Oh, I totally get it. The only thing is, if you do not play it, I will throw you in the dungeon! Oh, who put that vase there?
0: Okay, here goes.
2: at the same time. He's a
6: man mad, mad piano player. Absolutely marvelous. A mad, mad, mad piano player. Yes! Brilliant! Play that piano! Yes, he played so well and so fast and so hard that the piano exploded. And the king fainted. Hmm. I guess he really did end up being a. Night, night, night,
2: and
4: now Lee speaks with the author. Hi. Hi,
1: Kanan. Hi, Lee. I feel so famous. <laughs>
0: Because you listen to the podcast?
1: Yeah, I listen to it a lot.
0: So it must be weird to hear my voice talking to you.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm excited to talk to you. I love your story so much. Thank you. So, Kenan, where do you live?
1: I live in Dubai, but now I'm going to leave to Turkey, so I'm going to live in Turkey for a while.
0: Oh, wow. How long have you lived in Dubai?
1: Three years.
0: And have you ever been to Turkey before?
1: Yeah, I was born in Turkey.
0: Okay, and so what is it like in Dubai to live there?
1: It's a place where I got pretty emotional when I heard the news that I was going to leave because I was going to miss all my friends.
0: Right. That's one of the hardest things about moving. hmm So when you first found out you are going to move, you got emotional about it, and how are you feeling now about it?
1: Now I think of my other friend, the turkey, my cousins, and then That makes me feel happier.
0: And what's Dubai like as a place for someone who has never been there before?
1: Uh, It's like, if you're a tourist, it's a place where really shocking stuff can happen. Like, uh, you go to this beach and there's like this uh, shelf where you can read books. It's really shocking. A shelf? Yeah, at the beach, there's this thing uh, and in it, there's some books.
0: And that's shocking. Yeah. Wow. For me, it is. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. So, Kenan, your story is called The Mad Piano Player. How did you come up with the idea for that?
1: I just thought of something uh, that I do most of the time. I usually have piano classes, and I'm really enjoying the music.
0: What do you like about playing piano?
1: I like any music, but when you're playing the piano, it makes you feel so good that you can play such a beautiful piece.
0: Mm. And do you like to play for other people, or do you like to play for yourself?
1: I'm pretty shy to play it for other people. I usually play it for my mom and my sister, too.
0: Is there something about your mother and your sister that make you feel safe, that you're willing to play for them, even though you're a little shy? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Because I trust my mom and I trust my sister too. And I also have our little brother. He's two years old. And when I play my music, he likes it so much he starts dancing to it. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: That's so cute.
1: Uh huh. He does weird moves.
0: (laughs) Is there a kind of music that he likes especially?
1: I'm enjoying the music, like, when I'm shaking my head and I, like, throw the stool and I start playing and standing. Then my brother, he just comes in. He's really brave to, like, dance in front of the whole family.
0: He must really trust you guys. Uh Uh-huh. In your story, you talk about how the kid has a secret song. If you had your own secret song, what would it be about?
1: Uh, it'll maybe be like about something, like a sunset, like a brother and sister walking down the beach.
0: That's awesome. I love that idea for a song. Yeah. Kenan, it's been so fun to talk to you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for performing my story.
0: You're welcome.
2: Bye. Bye. Oh, that was wow, really that good. That was
3: amazing. That was wonderful.
2: That reminds me of the time I... You know,
0: actually, as much as we'd love to hear your story, gas station attendant, I think we need to use this downtime we have to go sit on the ship and have some, uh, quiet time. Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, that's a great idea. Good idea. Okay,
3: it's decided then. We're all going to different parts of the ship and spend some time alone, catching up on tasks and being alone and not talking.
2: Great Great plan. plan. Okay, have fun. I'll be here alone, as always.
3: Okay, bye!
2: I guess I'll just stay here then, and catch up on my reading. Let's see, what should I read today? Ooh, this looks good. Serving size, one bar. Calories, 260. Hmm. Twist.
0: Ah, alone at last. Time to sit and invent new ideas for fancy dairy beverages. Maybe like, I don't know, like a milk that's cold and sweet and very thick. Like an icy cream? Nah, it'll never work. Surprise! Gas station attendant, what are you doing on our ship?
2: Well, I was sitting and doing some reading, and then I figured enough time had passed, so I came up here to see how everyone was doing. It's been three minutes. Well, how about that? One time my watch broke and I didn't know what time it was for three weeks. So I went to a watch store, but it was closed. I left the watch store and decided to stop for a quick lunch. I went to a diner and I got eggs and a coffee. When I was done, I paid in cash, if you know what I mean. Wow, what a story. You know,
0: I really need to get back to inventing, so I'm going to go hide
2: and don't find me. Oh, he's gone. Maybe I'll just sit here for a while and stare at the wall. Hello, wall, my old friend. <laughs> Do I? Well, thank you. You're looking mighty flat and painty yourself.
3: Me, 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 me. Oh, ho. as always, the instrument is already warmed. Time to sing the secret opera I've been writing in my spare time. The sea. Secret, Secret Hopper, I've been writing in my spare time. Why, hello
2: there.
3: Ah! Whoa, hi. <laughs> um. Hi, didn't see you come into my music studio.
2: (laughs) I was just wandering the halls and I heard a beautiful sound.
3: Why, thank you. That's very nice of you to say.
2: You know, speaking of walking, I should tell you, the one time me and another guy were walking right toward each other on the sidewalk, we both moved to the same side to get out of each other's way, then we both moved the other way at the same time. Then, back the other way at exactly the same time. Then, we looked at each other right in the eyes and went the other way at the same time, the both of us. Then, we looked at each other, sized one another up, and we, at the very same time, moved in the opposite direction together, blocking each other's way once more. You
3: know, I can see where this is going, and I must say that I'm going away. Goodbye!
2: Alone again.
3: Siegfried, thank you for finally teaching me how to throw a spear. I've always wanted to learn!
5: This spear was given to me by the great Ingrid Big Spear, a great purveyor of big spears. So you throw it by...
3: HELLO!
2: (laughs) Whoopsie! Whoopsies, that was close.
3: What are you doing here?
2: I was just coming to say hello.
5: Hello, and goodbye. Back to the spear.
2: I also wanted to tell you about this time I was late to a movie. I missed the trailers and I love the trailers. So I went back to the front where they sell the tickets and I said, I'd like my money back, please. And they said, "Why is that? Because I miss the trailers and I love the trailers. Okay, I'm gonna stop you
5: right there to say, RUN!
2: Hey, where'd they go? There must be someone to talk to.
4: Ah, alone time. Time to do what I always do when I'm alone. Contemplate quantum
2: physics and string theory. Hi there, stranger.
4: Ah, What are you doing in my secret physics lab?
2: I came to tell you about a weird mole I have on my back. You see- I'm sorry. I have somewhere to be.
4: (laughs) (laughs) that was a close one. I'm gonna hide in this closet. (laughs) Ah. I'm safe. Wow, it is dark in here (laughs) and lumpy. What am I sitting on?
5: You're sitting on me, Peter. Lee,
3: you're also hiding in this closet? Yeah. I'm here, too. Me, too.
4: Also me. We're all hiding in the same closet to get away from that guy's super long, boring stories? Yeah, yeah I guess, guess so. so.
3: Huh.
4: That doesn't sound very nice.
3: No, it doesn't, does it? But what do we do?
4: I'm gonna listen to his stories. I just have to find him. Now, where could he be?
3: I'm in here, too.
1: Ah! Ah! Right
0: back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get zero-dollar delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass, and new members get a 30-day free trial.
4: Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee.
0: What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting?
4: It's here. Thank you.
0: Delicious sushi. Aren't you gonna eat it now?
4: Oh no, I'm waiting for a delivery.
0: I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery.
4: It's here! Thank you.
0: What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you. Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you. This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you. Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I
4: can't stop!
0: Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi- Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Best of all, IF celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See IF in theaters, May 17th.
2: Gas station attendant, why didn't you tell us you were in here? Well, everyone ran away from my stories, so I thought maybe it would be best to just follow you into a pitch dark closet and not make a sound. I can be quiet too, you know. In fact, I'm quiet most of the time. No one ever comes by, so I spend most of my days sitting still, not speaking, reading the nutrition facts off the back of energy bars. It's pretty interesting, actually. Some are high protein, some are high fiber, some (laughs) are low Uh fiber. (sighs) I'm sensing you don't want to hear about nutrition facts. I'm sorry, I guess I don't know how to talk to folks. I'm out of practice, I'll go.
3: No, wait, we're the ones who should be sorry.
2: Huh? Megan's
0: right. You were just lonely and happy to see us, and we were only thinking of ourselves.
5: Listening is important. Of anyone, I should have known better. I spent hundreds of years by myself on a deserted island. My best friend was my axe, named Snowtong, and I used to regale her with stories of my conquests.
2: She only responded once. Ooh, that reminds me, actually, of a time I needed to return a piece of mail. Yeah? I'm listening. And I walked all the way to the post office. Uh Uh-huh. And when I got there, the post office was gone, like it never even existed.
3: Whoa, what? And then I realized
2: that I had gone the wrong way. The post office was on a different block. So I walked the right way. And what do you know, by the time I got there, it was closed. Had to go back the next day.
3: Well, that was something.
2: Well, I got that out of my system. Maybe you can tell me some stories now.
0: Or we can all take turns talking about the same thing.
3: Lee, are you talking about having a conversation? Yes.
0: Yes, I am. Oh, Oh. I love that
3: idea. And we have plenty of time to do it, since we still have over six hours of charging.
2: The ship was charged ages ago. It only takes like 15 minutes. I lied because I wanted to hang out.
3: Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> This guy.
4: <sighs> oh, should we do another story?
0: You know I love stories. Okay, listeners, have you ever heard of historical fiction? Historical fiction is a made-up story that takes place in the real past, For example, this next story, it takes place during, well, sort of the French Revolution and medieval France, which are both real times in history. But I think you'll also notice that parts of this story are totally made up from the author's imagination. The mixture of both fact and fiction is what makes it fun. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi,
1: I'm Charlotte, and I'm nine years old. When I live in Nebraska, this
4: is my story. The aristocrat strikes back. Hello, and welcome back to Historical Fancies, the publicly funded televised program that relies on historical fancies as much as it relies on historical facts. And yet somehow still has not won any television awards. None. (laughs) I'm your host, Thurman St. James Irons on the Third Thumbstone. We hope you enjoyed the last story before the break. Party in the Time of Potato famine. And now, for the remainder of our program, we entertain you with the tale of the posh versus the peasants. We bring you the aristocrats, Strike back. Let us to medieval France. First, we meet the peasants to the fields.
7: Okay, peasants, that's lunch. Merci. 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 Merci, And I've been told that once again there is not enough for seconds for everyone. my I know, I'm sorry, we're all out here working a lot and we were all looking forward to a big turnip lunch. But it's just going to be, as they say, en petit-déjeuner.
6: Oh! At the end of this lunch I would like some more turnips.
7: But there's not enough
6: food for us to get more. No more apples, no, no more plums, no more turnips, no,
7: turnips, no more juices. And we've got more work to do, then work some more. It's all work and no fun here. Wait, wait, hold, fellow peasants! What is it, Raquel? Were we a little pitchy? No, uh, yes, we were all a little pitchy, but that's not why I stopped you. I've got something to say. I want seconds for us all. We wake up, work, and the next day still nothing is left to do but work more. Deep inside, I feel I'm part of a great injustice. For years, we have toiled under the shadow of the aristocrats that live in and party in the chateau. We could live like them. It is as the old saying goes, you've got to fight for your right to party. We party, party, party! What's
6: <laughs> that fancy party, lady party, on a horse party, running towards Le Chateau? Party, 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 oh well, I'm sure it's not an important party, party, flat point. Party, party,
3: party, party! Oh. <laughs> Sweet and
2: savory baked brie? Now this is a party. Oh. oh, wow, Christine, quite an
1: entrance.
3: Ah, uh, you fools. This is not a party trick. <sighs> the gasp. I was just in the fields eavesdropping on the peasants, and they are fed up with their lives and coming to steal ours. They want to be... Aristocrats.
2: But you must be born an aristocrat.
3: Thankfully, I have the perfect way to deal with this. Labor reform?
4: Public work programs leading to a stronger middle class? Equal
3: taxation for the top percent? Even better. We will deal with it by... Not dealing with it! (laughs) We are going to flee! But before we do, we must give ourselves some time to get away! What if we try to slow them down by leaving decoys in our spot? Ah, yes! We must replace ourselves with dummies! I have plenty of turnips in my cellar. We can use them for the dummy heads. Ah, now this is a plan. Okay, everyone, let's make sure we aren't here when those peasants turn up.
4: Ah, yes, what a wonderful pun. We have no way of being sure if that pun is historically accurate, but this is what historical fancies is all about. Got a problem with it? Well, so did the BAFTAs. Twenty years on screen and not one nomination. Are you kidding me? (coughs) But I digress. And so the peasants were greeted by a queen's ballroom filled with dummies, stuffed with straw, and given turnip heads and wooden limbs. And as for the aristocrats, they fled to their new home. Little Rock, Arkansas? (laughs) Was Arkansas even a state then? Well, why bother to argue with historical fancies? To Little Rock! Woo! Hey!
0: It is a great day for fishing on the Arkansas River. Hey, John! How's it going over there? You look jumpier than a flying fish on a rubber tree trying to hook that worm. <laughs> oh, Clarence. Clarence. Clarence? No, no, no. It's pronounced Clarence.
3: No, okay, yes, it is what he said, Clarence.
0: All right, whatever y'all say. Hey, Christine, how's your fishing line going?
3: Well, Clarence, as I watch the fishing line go in the water and come up empty, I feel that we aristocrats are that proverbial fishing line, always looking, but forever coming up short. Hey, I got
2: one! Hey, now! Okay,
3: look, despite that ill-time caught fish by Jean, I feel that it is time to leave, Little Rock, and go back home to reclaim our chateau for ourselves.
0: (laughs) Well, it's been fun having y'all here, but like we say in Arkansas, if you ain't in Armadillo, keep your paws off the flapjacks.
3: (laughs) Absolument, Clarence. Absolument. Merci. And now, we return back to France and take back the palace and our old lives. Okay, everyone, arrête. We've traveled all the way from Little Rock, and now we're about to get to the palace. We've got to be prepared for anything, so be careful when we attack. Oh, heavens. Are we attacking them?
0: That sounds terrible. Oh, oh this I This is not oh, nice yes.
3: know how to actually. Be. OK, all right, guys. Once we get in there, your natural instincts will take over, and you will know what to do. Let's go. Follow me. OK. <laughs> very so
2: quiet, quiet, and no one is around. I did not expect it to be. <gasps> Mon Dieu, look at that banner. They turned all the furniture over and created, like, a wall-type thing. This is very impressive production value. Can
6: you listen to the song, to the song of having fun? We went far too long without it, now we party all day long. We got sick of... Wait!
7: Hold! We're pitchy again! And, uh, excusez-moi, this is a close rehearsal. (gasps) Wait a 2nd Aristocrats? What are you doing back here? Where have you been? Little Rock,
2: Arkansas.
7: I don't know what any of those five words mean. Anyway, for the past two months, we've been living in this ballroom, working on our immersive projet de théâtre. We see you use some of our
3: furniture for a wall-type thingy. It's called a barricade. It's on a turntable. Oh, wow. (laughs) Cool. It makes it impossible to attack like we planned.
7: I've got a better idea than attacking. We've got an 11 o'clock number that could use a
3: few more voices. Well, that sounds wonderful. While we were in Little Rock, we realized France is our home and there must be a way to share it with everyone.
7: Let's all try to live together in peace, this will be a complicated transition that will take much time, but for now, let's sing! Yeah! Yay!
4: And so, the peasants and aristocrats made peace in the end, and all lived happily ever after. Wow, what an inspiring story. Maybe not entirely accurate, but certainly filled with fancies and songs. Come on, it's got everything. A location change, music, dancing, a big plot twist at the end. If that isn't (laughs) award-worthy, I don't know what is. Join us next time on Historical Fences when we reimagine the first polar expedition as a laser light show. Wow. We truly are in the golden age of television. Until then, this is Thurman St. James Ironson Stamus Thompson. Saying the end.
0: That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and thanks to today's authors, Kanan and Charlotte. Before we go, here's today's Story Spark. It's a repeat of last week's Story Spark because, well, we have a very special project in the works and we need more made-up holidays. So kids, Write us a story from your imagination about a brand new, made up, never been celebrated before holiday. Tell us what the holiday is, who celebrates it, why they celebrate it, and what there is to do on this new day. And remember, these holidays should be as silly, hilarious, and surprising as possible. Anything goes. Grownups can send in stories to storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye. Bye! Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Produced for Gimlet Media by Jasmine Romero, M.R. Daniel, and Chad Chennai. Produced for Story Pirates by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. Associate Producers for Story Pirates are Peter McNerney and Andrew Miller. Technical Direction by Sam Baer. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Baer at the Relic Room in New York City. Theme song by Bobby Lord. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Josh Gondelman. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Andrew Barbado, Dewey Cadell, Ryder Chasen, Quinton Johnson, Ryan Cober, April Laval, Joseph Limas, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Rachel Robertson, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. The Mad Piano Player was written by Michael B. Wells and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. The Aristocrats Strike Back was written by Megan O'Neill and arranged by Jack Mitchell with orchestral arrangement and production by Eric Gerson. You know, that mad piano player has really inspired me to share my own talents. I'm not just an ordinary podcast host. I have an incredible talent to share with the world. That's right.
6: He's a mad, mad, mad... mad.
0: That's right, I'm great at flossing. Most people say they floss, but I actually do it. Check it out. Here we go. Okay, just gonna go. Yeah, right from there. Uh Uh-huh. Now, make sure you get the back molars, okay? Keep going. Yeah, uh, it takes a while sometimes, but it's worth it. You know it really is worth it. Ask your dentist and your hygienist. Okay, just gotta keep keep rushing. Take so I like to read a book while I do it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, wow. that was great. You know what? It sure is true that